What's up, horror fam? You know what time it is. And today we're talking the Sinister movies. Let's get into this. Alright, what's up everybody and welcome to the Horror Chronicles podcast, your favorite fucking podcast and JT's talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. I'm your host Ryan and with me as always are my co-host to my left, Mr. JT's in the house. What's up everybody? And to my right, <laughs> Breezy's in the, his house. Breezy. What's up guys? That's right, that's right. So before we jump into this juicy ass podcast... We're going to do a little bit of business, as usual. Jumping. So, if you guys are just listening to this on iTunes or Spotify or wherever like that, and you're not following us on Facebook, shame on you. How dare you. Shame on you. Mm. But anyways, you guys should jump over to the Facebook page and check it out. We're highly active on there, guys. That's how we, best way to get a hold of us, and that's how we like communicate with you guys. Oh, no, yeah, man. It's a good time over there. We're constantly putting up posts, creepy shit. You know, we're a horror website, so we don't, you know, post any political bullshit. No. Or anything else but horror. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we talk a lot about horror. Creepy huh. shit. Yes. That's it. All right. What we do. Creepy. But anyways, we also have a cool, you know, community over there. Yeah. And, um, you know, we finally got people, you know, like, messaging us now, talking. It's really cool. It's yeah. fun for us. We, that's what kind of why one of the reasons we want to do this. So jump on over there and say what's up. Like it. Share it with everybody, you know, make sure that you follow us. And, um, you know, we do a live show the last Saturday of the month, which you guys don't know this now, but that's happened last Saturday because we're recording this. <laughs> we're doing a live show tonight, guys. And you missed it. Missed it. But there's always next month. <laughs> always next month. But, uh, yeah, come on over there, guys. Check it out. It's a great time. Where next else month, can they find us, fucker? Next month, we're actually going to have two live shows. Two of them, but... And we'll discuss that here in a second. We'll discuss that in a minute. Uh, but you can also find us every Friday night on CraniumRadio.com. Cranium Radio. Yeah. We're on there, uh, 9 Central, 10 Eastern. Cranium Radio is an awesome uh, radio station. They've got some awesome DJs. They play some killer music. Fuck yeah. You don't have to listen to Cranium just to hear us, man. You listen to them 24-7. Cranium Radio. Don't Going call. to my dark base. <laughs> uh, where can they here. peep some of that kick-ass merch like that fucking sign behind us, Breezy? Mm. Seriously, T Public guys, check it out. I mean, sometimes they got sales and you can find their stuff. Super Dirt cheap. cheap. Dirt yes. cheap. We've got many different designs. Check it out, guys. It's yeah. totally worth really cool. the buy. That, that's T Public. T E E P U B L I C dot com. Um, if you go over to our Facebook page, if you look at the top right hand corner, there's a button that says Shop Now. If you click that button, it'll take you right to our T Public storefront where you can peep all our merch. That's right, guys. Check it out. You know, support your horror fam. Just show your love for the horror fam. And if you do purchase it, make sure you guys send us a pic. Yeah, and yeah, uh, so we'll we can give get you that a, up on the Facebook page. We'll put it on a face page, and we'll give you a shout out on the podcast. Hell yeah! So, uh, yeah, guys. Um, Speaking of shout outs on the podcast, so yeah. we got something really cool has happened to us over the past week. Shout out uh, to them! We got invited <laughs> to uh, Ruby's Landing for their haunted river float. Fuck uh, yes. Ruby's Landing is in Waynesville, Missouri. Uh, they have a website. You can go over there and check it out. We are actually going to be there opening weekend. Uh, they open on Friday, September 11th. We're going to be there Saturday, September 12th. 
all night. Uh, we're going to do a little bit, little bit of Facebook Live. Uh, we're going to be there talking to people. Mingling. We're going to have the whole setup there. The whole gang's going to be there. Yeah, we're going to do some interviews uh, with guy with everybody. You know, uh, we're going to twine and make a connection. Our yes. new uh, investigation team is going to be there. It's going to be great. Uh, it's going to be really cool. We're really looking forward to it. Yeah. So guys, uh, just be ready if you're listening to this and you're from the area, or if not, you guys can travel down here and get there. Yeah. You can say what's up to us. Um, Hell yeah. We're going to be. We're going to have our whole setup. We're going to be able to talk to you guys, um, do a quick little interview with you and say what's up and whatnot. But we're also going to be walking around the whole place, saying what's up, talking to everybody. Uh, we'll have some GoPros. We're going to do some do some little video. There'll be a lot of video coming out the week after yeah, that. Yeah, it's going to be yeah. great. So, it's going to be uh, cool, man. It's, it's gonna be this cool. is very important to us. We're pretty excited about it. Ruby's Lending. That's yeah, right, we're going to have the whole setup down there. Uh, we'll have a mic set up so people can ter- tell us scary stories and... Say what's yeah, up, you know. You know, j- even if you just want to come by and say, "Hey, fuck you," hey, you know, fuck nuts. Uh, fuck you. you can do that. <laughs> uh, you know, Ryan's got pretty thick skin. Ryan, you yeah. know, Breezy and I may cry, but you know, hey, not he my, likes uh, the abuse. I love it. Um, Give it to me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's going to be a good time. We're really looking forward to it. So uh, check it out, rubyslanding.com. Uh, what, the, the Haunted River night? Float. The, and this opening place is weekend. really cool. Yeah, we're going to be there opening weekend. And this place is really cool. It's like a haunted uh, a tr- uh, amusement park almost. Nah, nah, yeah, not it's really, building but, that way. But it's really cool. So they do this Haunted River Float where you actually float down the river. It's a, uh, I was looking at it today. It's a two and a half mile float down the river. They actually have actors in the water. Freaking sick. To guys. scare the shit Come out on. of you. Uh, they have a full-on haunted house. They do axe throwing. Uh, they have a zombie paintball, and they also have an escape room. It's, it's gonna, gonna be, be a fucking awesome, killer. I am yeah. totally gonna try to sneak away for like thirty minutes on my break. And oh, try we're gonna to be do doing the some escape room because that's yeah. uh, all of it huge. sounds amazing. So, guys, it's gonna be huge. Like we said, huge down here, Ruby's Landing. Yeah, Waynesville, Missouri. Waynesville, Missouri. If you're listening to this. Dude, you guys got down. two weeks. Two well, weeks. Get ready. Actually, Get if you're ready for the chaos. If you're listening to this, you got about a week and a half. A week oh, well, yeah, that's true. That's um, true. So, guys, September 12th, we're going to be there live. Yeah. Come um, down to see us. Ruby's Landing, they do some cool stuff, too. Like, uh, I was looking at their stuff. So, uh, you know, they have an entrance fee, but then you can pay, like, just $2 more, and you can camp all night. Uh, they have uh, they have cabins you can rent if you want to stay the night, uh, all kinds of stuff. It's a cool place. It's a big <laughs> big area. That's yeah. fucking. It's gonna be it's badass. Gonna be great. It's, it's gonna be, be a good great. time, guys. Yeah. So make sure you get on there. And yeah, we're pretty it. fucking stoked about it. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. That being said, the business is done, guys. Yeah. We're ready to get into this podcast. We, uh, as you heard in the intro, if you listen to the intro, we're doing and this. If you're still listening. Yeah, which we know you are, you fucks. Mm, yeah. <laughs> We're doing the Sinister movies, Sinister 1 and Sinister 2. Mm. Um, I just had that pop in my head. I've been scrolling through movies lately, and, you know, me and we were talking, and they're like, what are we going to do? And I'm like, dude, let's do Sinister, because it, it came yeah. up on the screen, and JD's he's like, well, let's do 1 and 2. So I'm like, fuck right. Yeah. Let's well, do might as well two. do both of them. Might as well. um, you get a two for tonight. Two for, yeah, two for one special. Now you know how Brie feels every night. <laughs> hey. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. No comment. Mm. Anyways, guys. So, 
We're going to pop off. We'll start with Sinister One. Okay? I bet we would pop off if we yes. were doing two for one. I pop off, yes. <laughs> Not afraid of it. <laughs> uh, so, Sinister One, guys, came out October 12th, 2012. We were all supposed to be dead then because 2012 was supposed to be in the world. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The right. end of the world. Yeah. But December guess what? 21st. It didn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't happen. We're still well, dead. that was the end of the Mayan calendar. Yeah. They just couldn't so, count that high. So just, yeah. <laughs> you know, the hey, guy took off, took off his shoes and, <laughs> Shit. you know, he could only count to 21. So, yeah, guys. That's a get back to the podcast. Yeah. Sinister one. Sinister. Sinister. Yeah, Let's but, talk uh, some sinister. So, yeah, uh, the director was Scott uh, Derrickson. Um who did not, we'll get into it, do the second one. Um, but uh, they had a budget of $3 million on the first one. It's respectable. Yeah. Uh, and it grossed, I think, $87.7 million. Wow. So, I mean, that's pretty I didn't good. realize that movie made that much money. Jeez. Yeah, because, uh, I mean... Talk about making your money back. For real. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And the, that explains the budget of the second one. You yeah. Know, because the budget is a little higher on the second one. We'll get into okay. that. Okay. But, uh, you know, once you if you put out a good showing, they're going to give you a little money the next time, you know. Yeah. Uh, so. Well, what the hell's happened with our show? No. You know, we don't we don't accept money because we're not fucking doing it. But anyways, guys. Um, Sinister, I think it's a pretty creepy-ass movie. Um, uh, I would agree. It creeps I would agree. me out. It's dark. Uh, you know, I am going to say that the first time I watched this movie, I don't know that I really... Uh, it's not that I didn't like it. It just... I don't know. It just didn't... Yeah, I'm the same way. ...strike me, you know? I'm on a different note. Whenever I watched it, I was at an all-girls college. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Brittany was passed out. In between so the... I away from home watching this shit go down. I'm just like, dude, this is actually... Watching like, this as she's feelings. going down. That's <laughs> what she meant to say. She's looking at it through a pair of legs. <laughs> Whoa. Absolutely. Yes. But no, it was creepy. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I was like, this is actually pretty good. I'm going to tell you right now, we're going to get kicked out of Ruby's land. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be all right. No, we'll, we'll take no, it. No, we'll no, be no. a hey, ourselves. No, we'll be good. We'll be but uh, no, um, I don't know. The first time I seen this movie, um, I, I don't know when it... Yeah. I wasn't. I guess I wasn't in a situation to where it was scary. You know what I mean? No. Because, like you said, you were away from home. Situational horror. I wasn't yeah. in my atmosphere. Yeah, you weren't in your atmosphere. <laughs> Me, I was probably sitting there with an AR-15, fucking, just, like, eh. just chilling out on my couch, like <laughs> whatever, you know. Um, but now saying that, I watch it, watching it again, um, and having a little bit because I, you know, I'm gonna be honest with you, I probably hadn't watched this movie since 2012. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah agreed. So. Uh, Watching it again and having a little bit more uh, knowledge of horror and a little bit more, um, I don't know, mindset of what to look for. In that horror. is a, a, a great uh, concept there because yeah. I, I totally see where you're going there. Yeah. It was completely different for me when I watched it. Yes, 100%. Different. It usually does that, though. I mean, yeah. It's 100% different for me this time because like, I just looked at it and I'm like, it, the whole aspect of it. It's fucking crazy, you know. And the was, music, yeah, yeah, everything. Yeah. Um, oh, dude, scenes. the music is so fucking creepy in that. 
Yeah, it's 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 fucking crazy. Um, I, in fact, it was funny. I was telling my wife this morning. My wife actually got up this morning, and I was watching the second one. And uh, she was like, uh, what are you watching? I'm like, Sinister to you. And she's like, didn't you watch that last night? And I'm like, no, that was the first one, honey. She's like, oh, okay. <laughs> so she actually sat there and watched you know, part of it with me. you know, And, and, stuff. and that's why I was telling her. I was like, you know. I don't remember this movie at all, and I know part I two? saw it. Yes. Part two. 100% and, with and you. And it was funny because I, I told her, I said, I vaguely remember the first one. I said, but I don't remember the second one at all. But as I watched it, I was like, oh. fuck, I feel like I just watched this movie a couple weeks ago. Uh, yeah. You know, because I, I, once I started watching it and some certain things happened, I you know, that's I was so like, oh, fucking, yeah, I remember uh-huh. those. That's hilarious that you say that because I literally had that same conversation uh-huh. with Krista. Yeah. That's fucking yeah. awesome. I was like, because I had the same feelings, too. Yeah. I was just like, I, like oh. I don't remember this one at all. And then when when the church came into effect, which we'll get into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when that came into effect, we'll like, get into oh, that in I remember, two. I remember uh-huh. now, which I personally like part two better than part one. Mm. So I, I'll disagree, but okay. Yeah. But uh, okay. Uh, so part one, guys, uh, you know, basically... The, this these two movies are about a demon, so to speak, named Bagul. He's not really a de- I guess he's like a deity type uh, thing, a pagan, pagan deity, deity yeah. yeah. Um, named Bagul, um, and uh, I guess do you want to get into the movie first or get into the background of Bagul? Get into the background a little bit, and then we'll get into... Because... Well, let's talk about the synopsis of the movie first. I mean, okay, well... You know, what, what the movie was about. So the movie basically is about these murders. There's a... The first movie is about... There's this writer, and um, he writes about... Um, real crime. Real crime. Yeah, true crime. True crime. Yep. And yeah. he... Uh, he you know, he's all about supposedly being there to get justice for people that mm-hmm. never had justice get given to them, you know. Yeah. So what does he do? He does a very, very smart thing. He moves his entire family into a house. Uh, it it his, wasn't very smart because... His, his, <laughs> no, no shit. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't tell his wife what he was doing. No. Well, this is what I'm, the thing is, is he was desperate, go though. Go ahead. Yeah. No, 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 100%. Go ahead. He was desperate, though, because he had a stale... His career was going stale for like 10 years, and that's right. why he went to that extent of yeah. putting his family into that kind of scenario ha- you, and doing that. What happened? But it was... Yeah. No, seriously, I'm not joking. I want you what? to speak. Yeah. What, ha- what happened? Like, how did how did he end up uh, getting to the house? Basically, tell him the lead up into you do it. What happened with them? You did. You know. <laughs> well, no, it's basically. I'm just entwining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I liked where you're going with it. I wasn't even thinking about that. Yeah. So don't be afraid to jump in. Oh, I am. <laughs> so jump like, all uh, over it. Well, I thought it was funny how his wife asked him at the beginning of the movie now come on we're not moving two houses down from some murder site are right. we well, he and he was li- like oh no honey no he didn't lie no we're not <laughs> yep. what he neglected to tell her was is they were actually moving into the murder site itself yeah and that was a, the smart thing i was telling you guys what he did. <laughs> <laughs> not Love very it. smart at all yeah. you know i don't but like brie was saying which is why i was trying to get her to talk about it because she was going down a pathway that i didn't think about at first yeah. But uh, you know, he was desperate. He was like, this was like his, I, his last chance. Yeah, do whatever it takes. Doing whatever it takes yeah. to get whatever he needs to be done. Which you know, to me, is a fucked up that you put your kids in that situation. Yeah. No matter yeah. what the fuck it is, yeah. you know. Yeah. But uh, anyways, 
like we said, he moves into this house. Um, temporarily, I guess. Yeah. Well. Yeah. See, uh, that's what's weird about it. Like, I was trying to think about that because it's like he mentioned that he said we didn't move into a house that's two houses down. But I'm like, well, they have the other place still. Right. So was right. it? The, what are they just renting? I guess. I guess some writers do move to places and rent. Uh, yeah, they they move to a different place to get to, inspiration. Yeah, like you know? a quiet. You know. So I guess that makes sense. Um, but so. He moves, and he, I mean, Ethan Hawke, uh, he's the the writer in this, um, and he moves his family into this house where these murders happened. His whole family got killed. One of them went missing. So he's going there to write a book about this fucking murder because no one, you know, and uh yeah this is a fresh one this is a fresh yeah fresh it, one. at this point <laughs> at this point his character which uh, the family's name was oswald uh they he had already written three books about three previous uh family murders like the entire mur- family was murdered but one person survived they but they disappeared yeah um he had already written three books about that and this was going to be his fourth book on this on the topic, mm-hmm. and all of them were unrelated, so we think. Yeah, yeah. So as he moves into here, he starts to set up his little office and his writing area and all this stuff. And he's looking around this place, uh, looking for clues and looking mm-hmm. for this and that, you know. And then he goes to the attic, and what's he stumble upon, Bray? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's just say. A whole box of tapes and they're like like reels yeah, yeah reels like reels not tapes, projection like, film yes what yeah. do they call those 88s or so, what the fuck they call uh, it's something? a they call high eight high eight there it yeah. is yeah, but, uh, uh, with years on them yeah yeah and uh, like uh weird names yeah like uh uh family hanging out yes yeah and stuff yeah, family like, picnic uh, or fishing yeah. trip yeah um Pool different day. stuff like that yeah, yeah. And as he as he would watch these movies, it would you know it would start out all you know family like or whatever, but then it would end in them dying in some horrific manner. Like um, it would cut with them doing their yeah. activity and uh, it being shot by somebody creeping up on them, just right. watching that, and then all of a sudden it would cut, and then all of a sudden what they're all getting hung from a tree or yeah right. right. Can, can we talk real quick about his interaction with the sheriff at the beginning of the movie? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, um, that was always kind of bizarre for me. I I don't I don't really understand why the sheriff disliked him so much. Yeah. Well, because because he, was, he didn't really know him. Well, no, but other he, than he knew he was a writer. Yeah, but if you watched, uh, he's read his books. His he read his books, and he also he did a writer it. Writer coming into right. his town. Well, he did an interview too. Um, where he said that uh, police aren't doing their job. Yeah. And he said that they're not. Ah, oh, that's yeah. right. I do remember he him said saying that. If that. the police would do their work, I wouldn't have to write these books yeah. and stuff like that. That's right. I do. Okay. I do then, and that's why the sheriff says, I know you don't like my kind much or something yeah. like that. Or you don't have yeah. much good to say about. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and the sheriff, by the way, was played by Fred Thompson, who is a classic actor. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's been on a ton of stuff. Every Lots. fucking thing. Yes. Um. So yeah, that's why the sheriff was on, a, on yeah. his ass and yeah. whatnot. Um, 
So, yeah, he finds these tapes, and uh, he's thinking they're the family tapes, um, which one of them is. <laughs> uh, so he's watching the tape or whatever, you know, and he's trying to get, like, a little aspect of how the family was, who was what in the family. And a little investigation. <laughs> Needless to say. And then... Lots of drinks. Yeah, he tended to be chugging some fucking well, alcohol. Well, throughout now. the movie, yeah. his drinking problem started taking a little more bit. More and more. Yeah, I mean... Kind of gives you uh, the shining feel. Yes. Mm. You know, a little bit, yeah. All work and no play makes Jack a doll boy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, so he starts seeing these videos, and there's little glimpse and pieces of, like, these people getting killed in crazy-ass ways, like, uh, you know, the, fa- the family of that... The house that he's moved into... Um. It shows a family all playing out in the yard, and it like cuts into this fucking scene of them hanging from a tree. Yeah. Well, and it was really cool the way they did that because they're all standing on the ground with nooses around their necks, mm-hmm. and the rope go all four ropes go up over the, over a limb, and then they're attached to this other limb. Mm-hmm. And as you look at it, you can see like this. There's somebody standing behind the tree with a saw, saw and they're slowly cutting that limb. That those ropes are tied to, and as that limb falls, it just lifts them all up off the ground, and they. It's hang. creepy as fuck. It's creepy. Like, yeah, it was crap, really like, creepy. Seriously, with the music and everything. Yeah. yeah. Like the way they had. That's something that, um, going back to what we were talking about earlier, was a lot different for me this time around. Having that knowledge in my head and the aspect of what makes a movie great and good is the way they put the music in with mm-hmm. it because it was super. Yeah. The music and that score really, was really creepy. Fuck yeah, yeah, it made it really, really, really creepy. Um, and his him showing up in the background. Like, yeah, yeah, once he starts seeing several times. Once he starts showing him because yeah, 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 it's real. fucking crazy. It's yeah. crazy. We're talking about Bagul. Bagul, the boogie. Uh, yeah, that scene Mr. where Boogie's he where he takes. Right? Takes the picture off and he's holding it up to the window and he's look. Somebody had taken a picture of the backyard of the house and he takes the picture over and he's holding it up to the window and he's looking at the picture and he's comparing it to the backyard and as he's comparing it, he sees something weird out there. And then as he shines his light out there, it's Bagul's face. Uh huh. You know, fucking peeping through the through the bushes. Yeah, he was creeping in the bushes. Yeah, so so what's he do? He goes and grabs a baseball bat and goes running out there to confront this thing that he doesn't know no what idea. it is. Yeah. Has no idea what it is. Gets out there and come to find out it's a son out there. Yeah, because he sleepwalks. Because he sleepwalks yeah. really bad. Yeah, and he has night terrors. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, see, so this leads into the part of the family, you know, why would you bring your kids into this? Right, you know, right. And do that to your children. Well, and there's so much creepy shit that happens in the in the house. Like, you know, when he's sleeping at night and he'll wake up to hearing the projector running. Yeah. Yeah, or, or he'll hear like... Run across the freaking right. roof and stuff like mm-hmm. up in the attic. I tell you, I'm ju- I'm just gonna go there right now. Um, the the part that kind of unnerved me the most was when all the children start showing up, and it's like they're moving in slow motion, like yeah, they're yeah. underwater almost and yeah. stuff. He can't see them, but you're seeing them, and they're like right beside him. Well, they're like, like they're like running in slow motion and stuff, you that, know, that and like scene, coming down the hall behind him yeah. and shit. That scene where fucking creepy it as is hell. the scene where he's uh, falls through the roof of the attic. Um, and then he goes back and he's looking at the footage because he's recording. Mm-hmm. He's they're recording it and he's looking at the footage and there's all these little fucking hands mm-hmm. yeah. grabbing him, pulling yeah. him down. 
That was fucking crazy. Man. Yeah. Oh, As yeah. he watched it, like there was more and more hands. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. That shit yeah, crazy. It was, the fuck out. I, there's so many creepy scenes on this movie. It, Every know. family death was the, the scene. Super from, fucked oh, up. Super. The one with the people in the car. Yeah. 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 And his symbol. Yeah. Oh, yeah. His symbol yeah. was always in. Always. Each it scene, always popped right? up yeah. somewhere. Mm -hmm. uh, the one where. Uh, where they uh, had all the people on the gurneys and they pulled them off into the into pool. Into the pool? Yes. Oh, dude. Mm. Yeah, I mean. Talk about some horrific deaths. It's fucking crazy. Or and there's the, even more fucked up shit yeah. in the second one. Oh, fuck yeah, yeah dude. Crazy ones. But, uh, you know, so uh, this one basically is is that. he, You know, he's going through this and he's looking, trying to write this book and the cops are on his ass and now his wife's on his ass because he's changing and yeah. she's worried. He's She's like, look, I'll mm -hmm. take the kids and I'll leave and go to my mom's. Right. You know. Yeah. Um, and then finally, like, he sees what's going on. He notices something's not right. Um, like that scene where his son's in the box. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he comes yeah. up out yeah. of the backwards. Box. Backwards. Yeah. What's in the box? What's in the box? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, you know, and then he eventually, he uh, he befriends the deputy. Uh, yeah. The deputy sheriff was played by this Jay Rantone. Uh, and if you see him, you will recognize him from some other movies. He's been on some yeah. other stuff. Um but he uh part two uh, he, well yeah part two part two especially um so he kind of uh, invites this deputy over he's to, a fan of his too. yeah, the, oh, yeah. and the deputy's a fan the movie right starts the out with the with the sheriff chewing his ass because he's got the guy's book, book and he yeah. wants to get it autographed <laughs> <laughs> he's like are you fucking kidding me <laughs> yeah uh, it was a pretty funny scene but uh Anyway, he comes over and he's trying. Uh, at this point, the deputy doesn't know what's going on. You know, he yeah. just knows that they're in this house where this murder occurred. He doesn't really know much about the house or anything or whatever. Yeah. So he comes over and he's talking to uh, Oswald, um, Ethan Hawke, about you know what he what he's doing and stuff. And I love you know about what's going on in the, in the house. And as Ethan Hawke is trying to tell him some stories. I love how the deputy brought up the fact that he's like, you know, every time I've been over here, there's been a a, a whiskey bottle somewhere. Mm -hmm. You know, he's like, are you sure that you're not like excessively drinking and making all this up in yeah. your own head, you know, or whatever? Yeah. Well, then, you know, the tide the tides turn in the second movie. He shows and, him all. Well, he shows him yeah. all of his research. Right. Right. So he shows the deputy all of his research stuff, and he's like, "Well, I'll look into this." So he starts. The deputy starts looking into it. That goes and that goes away. And at this point in time, he knows something's fucked up, and he's like, "Okay, I get you guys out of here." Yeah. He's yeah. like, "We gotta fucking leave." So they pack up, get all their shit, and they leave. They go to leave. Sheriff pulls them over. Yeah. You know, was like, you need to slow down, whatever, blah, blah. He's like, what are you doing out here? He's like, I'm taking your advice and I'm leaving. I'm getting, yeah. I'm he's leaving. like, well, I guess I don't need to see you ever again. Yeah, and he tears up the and ticket. And fucking yeah. lets him go. Yeah. Thank all is well. Moves back to their old house. Nice big house. Big house. Yeah. Uh, so. He thinks everything's good. Oh, we forgot to mention about burning the tapes and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He burnt yeah. all the tapes and everything. Burnt everything. Got rid of it. Thought he destroyed it. Well, he gets a call when he's at his house from the deputy. Yeah. He's like, I've been calling you all day. Why ain't you answered? 
He's like, well, we were moving. We were been to process. He's mm-hmm. like, no, you moved too soon. You know, he tells them, he's yeah. like, there's a common, like, it's a commonality. There's coming there. out in all these. It's, it's going, it's a pattern. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, so, so these murders, they didn't just happen in this one house. They happened in, in cities all over the country. Uh, there was one in St. Louis. There was one in Illinois. There was one in uh, California. Uh-huh. Uh, and the other one was in, I think, Pennsylvania or something, yeah, something like, like that. that you know. That's but, the connection. Uh, but basically, the commonality of this was anybody who moved... So the family that died just so happened to move out of the house the where past. the previous family had died. Yes. Now, they died in a different house, different state. So it was like this thing was attaching itself to people, and it was just moving from family to family uh-huh. from and following to them to a new home. And now all of a sudden, well, because the no. Oswalds have left this home where the last murder has occurred and went back to their original home and that's where the next murder and that's how the movie ends there you go that family gets murdered by by their daughter yeah the missing kids here's actually the ones killing their families yeah so see the way because they were there you go warped by Bagul. bagul see the way it goes is that if you watch these tapes in their entirety that's how he gets takes into, yeah, basically takes a child's soul. So he makes these children kill their families. Yeah. yeah. Which is fucking crazy. Well, the one cool aspect about the movie, the first one, was when he goes up in the attic and he sees all the kids sitting around the projector. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, and it's all the kids that have disappeared. Yep. And yeah. his daughter ends up making the next film and just like yeah. films herself. Yeah. And it was like, there was like five or six of all them. All the kids did. Like yeah, yeah and see kids, what's fucked yeah. up is like, so we told you guys about them having like the film names like Hanging Around, uh, Fishing Trip. Right. Stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, and this one that she made was called Painting the House. Yep. Mm. And what she painted the house with was their family's blood. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So... And then that leads into the second one. I think we'll, we'll get to uh, a little two. bit more about Bagul after we talk about these two. Okay, cool. So uh, Sinister 2. It, uh, so part one came out in 2012. Um, part two came out in 2015. Um, right about, I mean, right at fucking, what, three years apart. Pretty close. Mm, pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now the budget on this one, now remember the first one was $3, $3 million. Million. Yeah. Now this one was $10 million. Wow. Hello. Okay. So it bumped up quite a bit. Yeah. However. Well, because the first one did so well. Yeah. And this one now mm. still did made pretty damn good money, but it only grossed 54, 54 million. Yeah. That's, that's not near as good as the, Especially, you know, the, the, the first movie, if you guys remember, grossed 87, 87 million. So that's yeah. a hell of a return on your investment. A big difference. Yeah. In Hollywood standards, fifty-nine million is not really that big of a return on it's, a ten million dollar budget. Yeah. It, it's a flat. Yeah. So uh, now this one was also directed by someone different. It was directed by a s I don't know how you say the first name. Sarian. C it's C I A R A N. Sarian Foy. Yeah, okay. I don't know. Go yeah. with it. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going with it. But uh, so a different director on this one. Um, you can kind of tell there's a different director. Uh, it wasn't as uh, now. I like the second one better than the first one. 
Um, you guys have different outlooks. That's we'll talk about that in a second. But like, um, you can tell the atmosphere is different in this one. Yes. Than the first one. Um, but for me, I like the storyline that he went with this one. Uh, or he or she, I don't know for sure. Sorry, guys. It's a Karen. It's a Karen. <laughs> it's just felt different. Her, it's really a girl, and her name's Karen. Karen. Oh, Karen. Karen. Damn it, Karen. Karen Foy. <laughs> Fucking Karen. Uh, no. <laughs> um, oh, anyways. Shout out to women directors, by the way. Eh, hell yeah. But yeah, um, so you feel the difference in this one. I like it better than the first one. The reason why I like it better than the first one. Because a woman directed it. Yes. <laughs> no, not really. But anyways, uh, I don't care who directs it really. Unless it's James Wan, then I know I'm going to love it. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, you see some familiar faces in this one. Um, oh, cool. I didn't know Scott Dickerson wrote this one. So... He wrote the first one, too. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. But uh, James Ranson returns. He was a deputy that we were talking about at the end. The fan. The fan. The deputy fan. He's kind of lead role in this one. Um, Shannon uh, Sussaman. Sussaman. You know her. She, she's been in actually quite a bit. She's been in a few movies. You would know her if you've seen her. Oh, I'm going to look at her. You'll know exactly who it is as soon as you see her. She played in... Uh, Oh, Night's okay, Tale, Tale yeah. freaking a bunch of, yeah. Okay. But uh, anyways, um, in this one, the reason why I like it more is because of the, yeah, Sleepy Hollow the TV, TV series. The TV series, yeah. She was, um, she played uh, Pandora in that. I like uh, what's going on. So basically in this one, just a little synopsis of it, you have, uh, it starts off, you meet this family, basically, this the mom and these two little boys are shopping or whatever, blah, blah. Yeah. And there's someone following them around. So you're like, okay, whatever. Uh, I don't know what this creeper's doing. Um, that, that's funny that you would say that because when I was looking at their, uh, at the uh, credits at the end of the movie, that guy didn't have a name. They called him the creeper. <laughs> that's funny. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, in fact, in here, I think it. Yep, yeah, the creeper. the creeper. And now you know. <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, but anyways, so, uh, basically, um, this lady has an abusive husband and she's leaving him and the, and the kids are scared of him too, but he's super like, uh, rich and knows all these people and owns a business where a lot of people are employed by him all over the place, Right. blah, blah. blah. So anyways, he's, he's an asshole, but it's really weird. You don't even find out what's going on until you're probably a good 20 minutes into the movie. Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe half hour or so. You, you, they kind of got you wondering what the hell's going on. At yeah. The so the basically movie. you're not, yeah, you really don't, nothing's seeming creepy for the first probably 15 minutes or so. And then, um, so this family goes to their house they're staying at um, to get away from this guy. It's all unknown stuff and under the table because they don't want to be found by this guy. Right. And he has connections all over the place. Yeah. So anyways, um, at the same time this is all going on, you have um, James Ronson, who is the uh, 
the deputy. Well, now he's an ex-deputy. Yes. He, he, he is was actually a, a private investigator now. Well, he, actually what he's doing is is he's going around trying to destroy. He's, he's going to each one of these houses and he's burning them down. Yes. And this is why I like it because he's like he's going yeah. around basically destroying. Demon yeah. hunting these shit basically, right. you know. Um, so he, but you don't find that out until later on in the movie. Yeah, what, yeah. What yeah. he's doing. So he shows up to this house <laughs> and because, gets out. <laughs> he, he finds out that the house is for sale when there hasn't been anybody that's lived in the yes. house since the murders occurred. Yeah. So, so when he shows up there, he finds out that fucking there is somebody there. This woman and her two kids are there. Because he jumps out with these two fucking gas cans <laughs> in the middle of daylight. Yeah. And like uh, there's a big ass church next to the house. Yep. And uh, the, the mom has been remodeling it. Uh, yeah, she like makes furniture and stuff. Yeah, she, out of the, old, she calls it. They call it antiquing antique, or something yeah, like yeah. that. She re rehabs antique furniture. And yeah, stuff yeah. Like that, so, and um, so he ends up finding out that she's there and all this stuff. Um, Got to make money somehow. You with can't this just one, be selling pussy on the street corner. Yes, you can. <laughs> yes, you can. Guilty. Oh my god. Sorry. I sell mine all the time. <laughs> but anyways. <laughs> Gotta pay the rent. Holla. <laughs> oh. Holla. Uh, I got motherfucking kids to feed. Uh, but no. Um, so she's, she's trying to stay off the grid. Yeah, she's staying yeah. off the grid uh, completely. Yeah, because she doesn't want the she doesn't want her abusive. husband to find her. Who's a dick and gets what he deserves. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyways, so that's that guy the reason. Looks so nice. I bet that was a hard part for him to play. The guy that was being a dick. He looks looks like me. He looks like an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But uh, no. um, So the reason why I like this one better than the first is because I like the storyline. The first one for me, cool storyline. I just, uh, parts of it were boring. Yes. For me. Yeah. See, I would have to say the opposite between the second and the first. Yeah. Yeah. Parts of the second one just was just like. Yeah, I mean, said, go ahead and get what your boring outlook on him on it. I really enjoyed the first one. I mean, I love the storyline. I love the way it was filmed. I love the atmosphere and the way it made me feel. But the second one, I just didn't. Yeah. Get the I, same effects. The second one was a good. It was a good standalone movie. Yeah. But to me, the first movie, I think, creeped me more. Yes. Uh, you know, exactly. It just, I don't know. It just had, like you said, the atmosphere yeah, and the way yeah. they filmed it. Yeah, the, the atmosphere and, is definitely darker you know. in yeah. the first one for sure. Um, and of course, you know, in this one, they bring it all together. Right. Yes. Right. Um, and uh, she, he's telling her what's going on and this and that and why he's really there and what's up. And then you end up meeting the fucking piece of shit dad. <laughs> Oh, dude, when he goes to the church and he's talking to the priest and the confessional, uh, I love, I absolutely uh, love that guy. And when he said to him, he's like, so what are you saying? You want to carry around a crucifix and holy water and shout the power of Christ compels you? And the deputy's like, would that work? And he's like, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good and I, I told my wife, I was like, oh, my God, that's complete exorcist reference. Uh-huh. And she's like, what? I'm like, honey, all that went down in the exorcist. The power of Christ compels you. I need an old priest and a young priest. Walking to a bar. Uh, Anyways, uh, 
Yeah, yeah. It, there's bits and pieces in this one that kind of catch you and stuff. But my thing is, is that I like how they brought it all together in this one too. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So basically, oh, I, I agree with you. It had a good story. To oh, for it. sure. Yeah. Um, and so he lets her know what's going on, and there, and like he, like you said, there's this big ass church next to it. And she's been in there working on things and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So she starts seeing this going on. Um, and so basically, this church... I, what what was the green shit? Isn't the first one and the second one? It's whatever they're putting in the drink. Is that like his blood? Or I don't think... Did it ever say what that was? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember I don't saying remember it. either. Because there's like this green, neon green stuff that's in the drinks. And at the church, there's like, there's like a, a, whatever, a playback yeah. you know, mm -hmm. of the church service going on or whatever. And inside, you know. You got some Jim Jones concoction going yeah, on. Yeah, well, it's Bagul's whatever. And that's what, he, that's what he gives the kids to give to their. It's his essence. His, yeah. <laughs> he dropped his essence in there. <laughs> You know, on Pornhub, they call that a cream pie. <laughs> and now you are blessed. <laughs> You've been blessed. You're welcome. Can I get you a towel? You're going to need a towel for that. <laughs> it's so messy. It's everywhere. It's stuck in my hair. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yes. Power of Christ compels you. That's what he's screaming. The power of Christ compels you. <laughs> Sorry about the ectoplasma. <laughs> wow, that takes a turn. Yes, and we're back. And that's what we're about in this podcast. Okay, guys. so so yeah, and then basically uh, gonna have to remind them people not to listen to this episode. Fuck it. no, you listen to this episode. <laughs> You're getting quality shit. We're a good time. Uh, so, so basically, the fucking the dad shows up. All the stuff's going on, and the brother. What's cool about this one too is they flip a fucking switch on you on this. Yeah. One. Yes. Yeah. Um, so one of the brothers you think is the main target of the ghoul. You know they got him watching it. So basically, he's fucking said, "Fuck it, I'm gonna make both these fucking people watch it." Uh -huh. So there's two brothers. One of them has been watching the movies with the other kids. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, well, he's like, fuck this. I don't want to do it. I'm not doing this no more. You know, I'm not watching no more movies, blah, blah. They fight, they say, oh, you got one more chance to do it. And he's like, I'm not doing it. And they're like, that's fine. We didn't want you anyway. And uh, then he goes downstairs and his brother's down there watching yep. all the movies. Gotcha. And his brother had been beating him up and stuff. And like, it's, oh, and it was funny because I was kind of wondering why, you know, he was being an asshole. Well, they were his jeans. <laughs> well, yeah, but like they told the kid that he didn't have the right mindset for mm -hmm. this. He wasn't smart enough, or something uh -huh. like yeah. that. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, I, what it was is, I think that that other kid was too more. Like we talk about how how people are sensitive, and yeah. like that other kid was probably too strong willed for this bagul. Oh yeah, for sure, one hundred percent. Well, I talk about that a lot, kind of like when we talk about hauntings and things, and right. something coming home with you. Yeah, like, I never I thought have, about that I have until a just now. Until... I kept wondering why they picked the one kid over the other, and they told him that he wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't smart enough mm -hmm. or whatever. Well, see, but I think what it was is that other kid was too smart. They can yeah put him in the same trance that the right. other kid. Mm -hmm. 
See, and like he was getting violent. His brother was uh-huh. trying to beat him up. And like there's that scene after they get in a fight, and like the mom's like, "What is what is your problem?" And the fuck kids is like, "Fuck you, <laughs> fuck you too, fucking cunt." Yeah, <laughs> I'm like what? Crystal like looked at me. She, we were, me and Crystal watching it. She's like. What the fuck? I know. My, my, my wife did the same thing. In fact, I think she was like, oh, my God. <laughs> beat that kid's ass. Yeah. Fuck it from here to hell. Uh, take your belt off. Yeah. But uh, so. Oh, hell no. I'd use a fucking. <laughs> oh, no. So, yeah, you know, um, so the brother gets possessed and the asshole dad shows up. Trying to get, trying to take the kids. God, and what an asshole he was. Yes. Dude. He got Jesus. exactly what he fucking deserved in this movie. See, there's a part where he shows up and the kid's so scared that he pieces his pants. Yeah. yeah. And this kid's like he's fucking six shit. or seven years old. Yeah. yeah. You know, so you can tell he's a real fucking worthless fuck. Yeah. And I'm well, glad. Look at that scene at the fucking dinner table. Yeah, where he's fucking. Well, when they were talking. Oh, they, they invited the. the the deputy, the ex-deputy, yeah. they they invited him for dinner, and they're all sitting there at the table, and uh, you know they're all staring at him, and and he's like, "What's going on?" Yeah, and they're, they're like, like well, well, "He eats first, or Dad always ate first. He's like, "Well, I'm not," you know, and he was like, "Well, I'm not your father. Go ahead and eat." Yeah, <laughs> you know, and then yeah. so, so the dad so then shows back up scene, and uh, yeah. takes them, base forces them to come home. Yeah, and they're at dinner table eating at their house. Yeah. Which is what Bagul wanted because yeah. he had to get right. the family together. Yes, right. Um, he like s- tried to shove food down his face and yeah. all sort of shit. You can tell he's a fucking big ass of shit, dickhead, yeah. worthless fuck. So luckily, someone does die in this, and it's good because he's a fucking fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so this one's crazy because the boy, you know, drugs the parents and the brother or whatever, oh. and uh, takes him out to Mill Cornfield. And like turns him into scarecrows, basically, and then uh, he's gonna burn him alive. Well, the deputy is on his way to save him because he figured out what's going on or whatever. Yep. But too bad he didn't get there enough time to save the dad because he got lit up like a fucking Christmas tree. What oh, you know, shame. we didn't even talk about some of the videos that they were showing. Oh, yeah, go, yeah, yeah. The videos, uh, the videos that they were showing in this in the second one were way more horrific than the first one. Yeah, the like fucking... the woman getting run over by the lawnmower. Fuck yeah, dude, uh, that was them fucking crazy. Hanging the people upside down and letting the alligators come yeah. up and and grab them, chomp uh-huh. them. Uh, the fucking snow burying them. In oh snow. yeah, burying yeah. them in snow. Yeah, dude. There were there was some. Some fucked up shit. Oh, and when they tied them all up in the kitchen and flooded the kitchen and then electrocuted electrocuted them. them. Fuck. Yeah. Dude. Ouch. Yeah. Crazy, crazy shit, man. Um, So, yeah, then the deputy comes in, you know, and he fucking... uh, <laughs> fucking hits this kid in the middle of cornfield. Yeah. <laughs> I know, because I kept thinking, don't hit the kid, don't. Oh, oh shit, too late. Uh, fuck the kid. But <laughs> anyways. <laughs> fucking speed bump now. Well, what's crazy about this is, is that I'd never understood this part of like, what the fuck are they doing? But so he hits the kid or whatever, and he ends up saving the other two, the mom and the other son. So the kid stands back up because he's got the demon in him or whatever, you know. And like, Instead of just getting in the vehicle and driving off, 
exactly. Perfect fucking horror movie bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> as much as we love horror movies, we yeah. understand. This fucking shit always happens. Like, so instead of just getting the vehicle and driving off, let's just take off running through a cornfield. Yeah. And, this, and then it was it. like straight out of Children of the Corn. Fuck yeah, yes. this little fucker's got a fucking sickle. Yeah. And uh, he's running fucking after him with the video camera. So the whole point of this, guys, the video camera is with the key. It's what the key to everything mm-hmm. is. See, he had burnt tapes in the original thinking that that's what was going to do it, but it's the camera. Mm-hmm. So he makes these kids film killing their families, and then that makes the next tape for him, and he eats their souls or whatever, basically, and right. brings it with him. Uh, so this kid's running through the fucking field with his camera and the sickle, and the damn, he, like, cuts half the fucking deputy's hand off. Oh, yeah, <laughs> dude, that was brutal. With the sickle. And they get back to the house or whatever, and um, he's getting ready to go kill his family. And the deputy is, uh, he's fucking, I can't remember, he did something. The deputy ended up getting stuck. Oh, the kids, all the little kids, the other that have been just getting disappeared, mm-hmm. like trap them in this room. Yep. And so the other little kid goes downstairs to finish killing his family because they're all the other demons are like, you have to kill him. You have to finish killing him. That's probably like, the part where I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, uh, you gotta, you gotta kill him, or he's gonna be mad. Uh-huh. Talking about Bagul. Ah. So if you don't finish killing him, you know, He'll and, and get you. yeah, and basically, uh, so the kid's down there, and he's getting ready to kill his family, and the deputy comes down, breaks the camera. Yep. That's the part where my wife said, "Honey, wake up and watch your movie." <laughs> oh shit! Oh yeah. Okay. And the camera fucking uh, gets broken or whatever, and. Um, He's freaking out, takes off running, you know, because he's like, I, I need to finish. What yeah. is there? And he's looking for another camera. And all the other ones are like, it's too late. Yeah, it's, and it's in late. pieces, you know. They're like, it's too late. It's too late. He's mad. And he's backing up away from him. And then, like, Bagul, like, grabs their fu- his fucking shoulder. Yeah. And, like, he yeah. just starts deteriorating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And goes in the night. Yeah. And, and what's crazy about that is the family is watching that. Mm-hmm. Like, not not in real life. They're they're seeing a film. Yeah. Of this kid deteriorating. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, it's fucking nuts, man. So I love in. how they ended both of these movies. Can mm-hmm. we talk about that? Go ahead. So in the first movie, first movie ends. Uh, so now he has destroyed this box of tapes. But in the first movie, mm-hmm. there's the chest. Yeah. That all these tapes were in. And they're showing you that, and they're playing that creepy music, and then it's it's that little jump scare of Bagul's face on the screen. Yep. You know? Yeah. So in the second one, the second one revolves around uh, uh, an antique radio. Yep. Uh-huh. And when they end the second one, it ends with a cut scene of this radio kicking on in the deputy's... Yeah. Uh, he's in, like, a hotel room or something. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, this radio kicks on and starts playing. It says it's saying like uh, he gets their souls, or he eats their yeah, souls, I, I, or the, he gets the children. He gets the children, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, as it's playing along, and all of a sudden, you get the jump scare of Bagul's face on the screen yeah. again, and then it goes black, and yeah, pretty and cool. You're out. So there might be another one coming out. So I, I kind of I hope they do a third one. I I I. I enjoy both these movies. Yeah, me I really did. Too. I definitely, yeah. uh, they were better than I thought they were. Yeah. Because oh, I haven't watched sure. them in so long since yeah. they actually first came out. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. 
the acting in them was really good. I uh, got to give it up for the uh, for this James Ransom. Yeah, yeah, he, did uh, awesome. he he played a great part in this. He's actually been uh, in quite a bit of shows too. He's a, he's a, does a lot of TV yeah, shows. I think. Uh, Ethan Hawke, you know, of course. I mean, you can't say enough about Ethan Hawke. He did really good in the first you one know, for sure. Uh, they're just uh, they were really well filmed yeah, movies. Good I mean, movies, man. You know, they're a good movie. You know, like you know. I don't know that I'd let your kids watch this because they may try and fucking murder you in the middle of the night. But no, nah, kids are gonna do it. Anyway. But I think it's a must-watch for sure. Oh yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. So let's get into a little bit real quick about uh, Bagul. So I know me and you did some research on it. Oh shoot! Yeah. I forgot he was he was in it. Oh yeah. He was one of he the kids Eddie. after he grew yeah, up. Yeah 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 yeah. Uh, he was the kid that had loser it's on it. Eddie. Eddie Spaghetti. Yeah. Eddie Spaghetti. But, uh, Holy crap. So, yeah, um, what kind of stuff did you dig into on Bagul? Um, the Devourer of Children. Um, well, I found that he is a pagan deity, long forgotten, but since time had begun, Bagul would manipulate the lives of children having them kill their families until he can consume the children's souls. So, so Bagul is actually a real thing. Well. Uh, it's not something they just made up for the movie? Well. Oh, shit. I don't like the way you well, said well. No, there's, there's a, they spell Bagul, B-U-G-U-U-L. There's an actual. B-U-G-H-U-U-L. Yeah. Ooh. There's an actual deity, or whatever, but it's spelled B A G U L. Mm-hmm. Um, From Babylon times. And uh, so, what's going on is uh, okay. Bagul is supposedly the brother of Moloch. Yes. Who is uh, you know he was, and Moloch needed children's sacrifice okay okay um there was not to get into the conspiracy world shit but uh there's a movie that came out a long time ago a dude broke in and stole from a thing uh called bohemian grove okay and a bunch of this is real this actually really happened they broke in and they videotaped this fucking ritual that was going on in Bohemian Grove, you can look it up yourself. Uh, and basically, all these rich elites, uh, the bushes, tell me about it. the bushes, all these rich elites um, in California, Bohemian Grove is real. Okay, it's uh, horrific. It's horrific. They get together and they do a, they ritual. Do a ritual complete with robes, yes. everything, and they burn it. There's a they worship a giant, like thirty foot tall effigy of an owl. Yes, which is Moloch. Huh. Moloch. Okay. And they supposedly burn. It's not a child. It's fake. But they burn a fake child as a mock sacrifice. Right. And this is all real life. You can look it up. Yeah, there's a there's a specific name for that. Yeah, Bohemian yeah. Grove is the. <laughs> no, no, no. The the oh, actual the, child yeah. that they I, an I effigy. Effigy, effigy. So um, basically, with Moloch. He needs a child sacrifice. Um, so his brother, which was Bagul, um, kind of mimicked it, and he would actually make the child, you know, basically give its soul to, to him. Okay. Uh, 
Now, Moloch supposedly got pissed off of this, and this is the reason why uh, Bagul doesn't have a mouth. Uh, Bagul would laugh about it, saying that he made the children come to him instead of someone bringing the children. You know what I'm saying? I gotcha. So, uh, basically, he Moloch shut him up by covering his mouth with ashes. That's why he doesn't for have eternity, a mouth. And that's why he doesn't okay. have a mouth. Um, now... Some people say that Bagul uh, really had a lot of traits of, as Lilith. Mm-hmm. Um, I read that too. Yeah. Um, so there's so Lilith was the the basically the queen of the witches. I mean, she would come down and devour men's souls. Well, and, and she steal was, their seed. She w- and well, what's crazy? We did an episode in our witchcraft episode. Yes. We talked about Lilith a lot, and she was infertile. Mm-hmm. So, the, there's stories that that are leading Bagul from different areas of the world and bringing in different things um, from different other deities. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you found anything more on that at all. But well, I pretty much smashed it. Yeah, you know. Sure. I it, mean- uh, so, Smashed it right in the mouth. Right I mean, in the, I'm right sure we mouth. could get into the whole what you were talking about earlier, but this is probably not the platform for that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I know that yeah, specific yeah, yeah. person is going to be going to court this yeah. coming up month. Yeah. And we'll see what happens. So, and we'll see if there's going to be anything big that happens around mm-hmm. that date. So, and what I'm what I'm saying too anyway. is is that uh, what I'm saying too is we'll with have to the, talk well, about that here in a minute. We will. <laughs> well. What's crazy about it is, is that if you think about what's going on in the world today, there's a lot of things about child, about children. So maybe Moloch, maybe fucking Bagul and fucking Malik and all that really is real. And these fucking people are sacrificing these children. Who knows? Maybe. So that being said, guys, uh, we're not going to get too deep into that on here. No. No. So what do you think? Let us know. Check out the movies, guys. Check them yeah. out, guys. Uh, they're good movies. You yeah, they're a fun watch. They're not something you can watch every, like... I don't, you wouldn't want to watch them over and over, but you yeah, know, if you haven't seen them in a while, yep. or if you've never seen them, check them out. Definitely, yeah. definitely. Um, yeah, guys, that's it on The Sinister and Sinister 2. Uh, yeah. Check them out. Let us know what you think. Or if you watch the podcast, let us know what we thought about the podcast, guys. Uh, give us some info on it. Yeah. Um, Send us a message. We'll talk about it over Facebook fuck or yeah. whatever. All right, guys, we're going to jump off here. we got a fucking live show to go do, motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. yeah. But anyways, we love you guys. Thanks for all the support. And um, as always, until next time, keep it creepy. creepy.